It's Throwback Thursday on Utah's VFX, the AJ and McCall show. And yes, <laughs> McCall, I always give you a bunch of crap about uh, the food to eat, right? Because we found out earlier this week, McCall's treat herself. She is by herself and eats peanut butter sandwiches and steamed broccoli. I had peanut butter sandwiches, steamed broccoli, mac and cheese, <laughs> uh, and hot dogs. Kudos, I eat like a five-year-old. Kudos to you on your willpower for the ability to eat better than all of us all the time. Um, thank you. Uh, question mark? But, no, no. Legitimately. My question would be, oh, okay. I give you crap all the time, but uh, uh, yeah, Ashley has been struggling this week, so I was gone yesterday. Uh-huh. And so everyone has a comfort food, right? Yeah, For of course. various reasons. Whether yeah. you're depressed, whether you just need to pick me up, you've had a long week. Right. So Ashley's, one of her big ones is Chinese food. Mm, delicious. And I was curious, with you and your much more will-powered food choices, do you actually have a comfort food? Uh, Yeah. Please, yes. I of figured, course I do. but I'm, I'm waiting for it to be like, well, it's actually raw peppers and no, hard boiled oh, eggs. Holmes, I love me some raw peppers. I know, that's why I said Don't it. get me wrong, but no, I, uh, when I go, like, I need a comfort food type thing, I really, really, really like if I could, like, pick from five different I'm places. I'm going to hate this. I can tell. You're taking so long. I'm going to be like, this is stupid. No, go ahead. Go. So I really like Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Most oh, yeah, favorite. who doesn't? Right. Well, I mean, it, it's the cinnamon butter that really takes them over the top. I know. But yes, oh, I so would concur. Delicious. delicious. Big fan. Um, I also like Chinese food as kind of like a comfort food. Who doesn't? Wow, um, I take that back. I have a roommate who doesn't. Yeah, that's Weird. fair. I, I have family it's, members who don't. They're like, and rice. I hate it. Oh, it's so um, but mine is more so like pot stickers. I had some of those I yesterday. Could, I could eat like 15 pot stickers, and then they have those cheese puffs. Cheese wontons. Oh, yes. Oh, hard oh, same. Like, I need them. When I was in New Mexico, there was a restaurant that had cheese wontons with Ugh. pineapple salsa. Ugh. Oh, so that good. That sounds so good. So, yes, it tried, when, <sighs> the place we ordered from, we normally get jalapeno poppers. Uh-huh. And I said jalapeno poppers, but apparently they heard, they heard pot stickers, <gasps> which is whatever, because they're all Dude, so good. I love pot stickers. I tried this yesterday. I don't know if this is up your alley or not. Oh, okay, probably. But instead of the like soy sauce or whatever sauce, the brown yeah, sauce yeah. they serve it with, yeah. they also gave us the sweet sour sauce. So mm-hmm. I dipped my pot sticker in that. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, do that instead. It's much better. I love that. Okay. But yeah, Chinese food is usually mine. When I was in Vernal, that was there was one Chinese restaurant that was higher than the others. Oh, yeah. You always find the best one. The most best. And I have the I best would, one at home. Yep. I have the best one in New Mexico. Yep. I've got my favorite here. See, and I would go to that one pretty often. Oh, yeah. And that's what oh, I would yeah. order was pot stickers and cheese wontons. And then they closed down for a health code violation. So that yeah, kind of that ruined my life. Too. I got I know. poisoning at my second favorite Chinese restaurant twice it, at home. It kind of ruins my life. Yeah, but that sucks. like that was my go-to. Now, if I lived in town, that would be my go-to way more because since I don't live in town, it's kind of a different like yeah. situation. Forced willpower. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what do I have? Oh, peanut butter and jelly. Great. But I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Just make them make like the 30 minute delivery trip. Just tip them really nice, like 30%. Mm -mm. They won't. (laughs) I have to tip them like 100%. Okay, your order's $15. Okay, here's 30. Goodbye. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) It's Throwback Thursday on VFX. What do people not believe they'll see in their lifetime anymore? The AJ and McCall show was promised, along with the whole world, by Back to the Future Part 2 that we'd have flying cars around the year 2015. I checked the calendar. This year's 2020. McCall, do you see any flying cars? No. 
McCall's confirmed there are no flying cars. I looked around the in room. The studio. There are no flying are no cars, flying in, the cars in the studio. They don't know why. The the change though is that now, according to recent survey, seven out of ten people say that they don't think they'll see flying cars in their lifetime. No, I don't think so either. Mm-mm. I feel like it is um, unrealistic. Genuinely, I mean, thinking about it from, and, and maybe I'm out of place here, but I think that that. Flying cars should not be accessible by humans. I really don't. Mm. I think that it's not a great idea because like you'd have to get a pilot's license and there's a ton of people that wouldn't be willing to get a pilot's mm. license. And so I think realistically it's speaking, the affordability of it, I don't think is something that most people will be able to handle. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. A point. lot of people can't handle their their things that they're buying right now aka me but i don't think that flying cars is going to be a great thing because it's like to have so many people have these like pilot's licenses to fly your car without like crashing into other people's and and don't get me wrong i'm sure they would build oh wow here's these uh no whatever here's here's (laughs) these like roadways that you can and can't or flight paths that you can and can't go on really me, I mean, me and everything I know about cars was just, I thought you were going to make the argument at the beginning when you didn't think people should have them was that people can't drive normal cars that and too. then you add altitude and right. that just means that a too. lot worse circumstances. But I think people will get to space more regularly before we get flying cars because I think that's the technology oh, they're going to have to like reverse engineer. Right. Would you prefer to be able to fly your car, McCall, or drive it? Would you be able to handle flying a car? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. What I mean, happens I would if love it rains? Thing. Oh, gosh. Because then you're up among And the- then you can't see anything. I just feel like this. I just don't like that idea at all. I don't maybe like it. Maybe it is a good thing we don't think we'll see flying cars. I think so. I mean, we get hoverboards and people can't even control those. So, like, <laughs> extra pass. How many videos you see of people just whiffing? Yeah. <laughs> one of my of favorites. One of my favorites. There's a, a TikTok right now that somebody... It, it's been around for a couple of, probably a couple of months now, <laughs> but it was one that had a, what are they called? Handles kind mm-hmm. of hooked onto it. Mm-hmm. So like Segway-ish. Yeah. And then this, the handle broke and then it was like this, like rocking back and forth. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what's going on. So good. I've never stepped foot on one of those and I don't think I'm going Me to. Me neither. have not broken a bone to this day and age and that'll be how I do it. Mm-hmm. Minus when I finally go skiing slash snowboarding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got the debate date recap, McCall. What was yesterday? We had to talk about some dating deal breakers because uh, there's a brand new term out called oh valentiding that has to do with. I don't think I like the sound of that. Well, it has to do with breaking up because you're broke, basically. What? So um, anyway, that we got into that whole thing yesterday. Have a couple of people that ended up calling us, and and it's it's great. It's so good. We're talking about dating deal breakers for the debate at eight this morning with AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out for a family emergency, wishing him well this morning. But we need to figure out where your line is because Valentine's Day is on Friday. And you may be thinking, well, did I really want to stay with this person for two more days? Because I don't know that I can handle it. And if that's the case, uh, I want to hear your story. You can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. I don't know where it goes if you don't start it with VFX. You can also call 
Call us 435-787-0945 to tell us your dating deal breaker. Some of the texts that we've got in, most people want to remain anonymous. Someone said that I was dating somebody, I was dating a guy for several months who would frequently sleepwalk and then they would uh, relieve themselves on the bedroom floor, but had no recollection of doing so. He said it was concerning behavior and I lost sleep every time he was over. So I had to shut, shut that one down and we broke up. He said, other than that, they were a great human being and they wished to have seen the future in it, but uh, they just thought it was it was way too much. I uh, have somebody else that sent us a text and said, I had to dump somebody because they literally didn't know how to wash their hair. He would only use conditioner and not rinse it properly. So his mop was always so greasy and it was gross. That is gross. Who teaches you to wash your hair with conditioner? Somebody said that I had been seeing a perfectly lovely guy, total gentleman, but the minute he said he didn't vote in the 2016 election, he knew that it would be the last date. Says it's way too much about a person's character, especially for elections. You need to make your voice heard. Very important, y'all. Make your voice heard. Somebody said that they had spent a while with somebody and 100% stopped seeing her because she wouldn't say thank you. At all. Any sort of dinners, any drinks, any shows, whatever. Wouldn't say thank you and acknowledge wait staff or them purchasing things for her. Said that they just had to stop talking to her. Now, there's a brand new phrase that has been coined when it comes to dating and when it comes to breaking up right before Valentine's Day. It's called valentiding, and it comes from the end of a relationship before Valentine's Day because you are too tight with money to get something in order to avoid making an investment into your relationship. How much would you actually spend on Valentine's Day? Because I've also found some crazy numbers about Valentine's Day. Josh is on the phone. Josh, how much do you think that you would be willing to spend on Valentine's Day? Like, what's your cap? I spent $100 this year. See, $100 isn't bad, I don't think. Not too much, but no, it's enough to... Well, definitely. There's a new study out saying that people will spend $700 on Valentine's Day. What? Which, that's what I said. What? Why? That's messed up. That's too much. I feel like this is like the opposite of their valentiding, I guess is what they were calling it. How much do you think that you would spend on Valentine's Day? Gabe's on the phone. Gabe, what do you think? Well, my girlfriend, she really don't care about money. Uh So like a drive would be great for her. Like, you know, so probably about, I don't know, nice dinner, probably like 40 bucks. That's not bad. I found a study that actually is showing that the most people will spend on Valentine's Day is like within the first six months of them dating, and they will spend $700 on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't even spend that on Chris. Would that be a deal breaker if someone were to expect $700 to be spent on them for Valentine's Day? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. People saying that usually for Valentine's Day, they spend $1,000, they take their significant other on a trip. Like, that's great. I think that is so cool, but holy crap, $1,000 for Valentine's Day? I don't know, maybe I'm being a little bit uh, a little bit judgy, but uh, so be it. Here I am, judging all of the people. Who's got $700 to throw around? I don't know. Trust me, I don't know. I don't know what? why you would be spending it on Valentine's Day either. I mean, don't get me wrong. Valentine's Anniversary. Day. love day. Blah, blah, blah. Christmas. Christmas. Like anything else. Yeah. Collectively. On Valentine's Day? Collectively, I think I'll spend $700 on gifts year round. End of the story. The most elaborate Valentine's Day I think I've ever done. Yeah. 
I think was like a really nice dinner and like a, a day of things, but like in town. There's no way I spent seven hundred dollars. I I probably spent my fair amount. I broke triple digits, but seven hundred dollars. Can you believe that? You could probably get a decent cruise at that price. Definitely for two. Seven hundred dollars. I mean, you're not going to be in like a balcony room or anything, but you'll be in a room. On the boat. It's still a cruise. Hopefully not getting coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't advise taking one now. Right, I'm no, just saying, no. in comparison, right. there's, you know, wow. Okay, so I feel much better. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I know. I, and <laughs> let the record show, I don't think the VFX staff as a whole is against Valentine's no. Day, but spending $700 is ridiculous. I mean, the hierarchy to me, how would you rank them, McCall? Would it be your significant other's birthday, anniversary, Christmas? Uh, probably. What order like, are they? I don't, I don't have a, I don't think I have like a hierarchy. I think it's probably just like all three of those are kind of towards the top. I think I don't, as I don't guy, know. It depends do. on what anniversary it is too. Because if it's like point. a 10, 10 a year anniversary point. or something, it, it stands up above other things. But if it's like a... You know, if it's like a 10-year anniversary or a 30-year birthday party or 40-year birthday party or 40-year-old, you know what I mean? <laughs> age. Yeah. Age turning. No, no, no we're great. What we, we totally agree on, too, is Valentine's Day, bottom of the pecking order. 100%. Not even close. Valentine's Day is like a, hey, you want to go out for dinner? Although I have to admit, Dustin just bought me a really good Valentine's Day present. <laughs> oh, there it. Hypocritical. No. Hypocritical no. arm hit it. No. No. I have to pay him back, so it's not like. Oh, fair. Yeah. Three crazy headlines, please, McCall. Okie dokie. Headline number one, some guy gets arrested after asking a cop for directions, which is a great thing to do. Okay, that's who I would ask as well if I could find one. As long as you don't have a bottle of bourbon in your hand and a baggie of cocaine in your pocket. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, the first yeah. one, the first thing in hand, not great, but I was like, oh, he's going to congratulate. Thanks. Cheers. Mm-hmm. The, the second one, not, not, not so good. Mm-mm. Not so good. <laughs> There's story one. Story number two, some guy gets a drunk driving charge dismissed by writing and performing an original song. Really? Yep. Hmm, I'm kind of curious to hear that yep. story. And story number three, a lady who so. pooped in a cop car to oh. hide her drugs in Valentine's Day card gets prison time. Man, cops, cops did not have a good day today in Florida. No, no Poo- I, they did not. Do you think they would accept a request to torch the car after Prob- a lady pooped in it? Probably. They'd be like, like wait, what again. happened? Just never wait, again. Wait, they pooped in never it? Never again. Yes. Oh, boy. You pooped in the refrigerator? <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> Cash Valley Recovery, Florida or not, with AJ and McCall on VFX. Second, penultimate. Little fa- favorite word I learned in high school. Yeah. Penultimate means second to last chance. Yeah, to that was qualified. my favorite word I learned out of high school. Because AJ said it one day, and I was like, what did you just spew out of your face? I don't understand. Penultimate chance to get qualified for those Lava Hot Springs tickets. Blake, you ready for this? Yes. I listen to you guys every morning. Oh, well, then you got to be a Florida not fat. And also what McCall said. Thank Thank you. you. So let us get the three full stories, please, McCall. Perfect story. Number one, some guy got arrested after he stopped by and asked a cop, hey, man, uh, can I get directions? That's smart. I would ask a boy in blue as well. Yeah, no, the the deputy said that he was unsteady on his feet. His eyes were bloodshot and super watery. So I thought, you know. I don't think this guy's in his right state of mind. Ultimately, he blew a .137 on uh, the lovely blood alcohol 
blower thingy. Anyway, he also had a bottle of bourbon in his hand. <laughs> and kind of he a dead also giveaway. had a baggie of cocaine in his shirt pocket. Not his dead giveaway, but wow, really, man? Come on. He must have been just absolutely obliterated. Like, I am very confident. Seriously. In what's going on right now. Wow. So there's story one. Story number two, 18-year-old pulled over for drunk driving last year, and the judge decided, I'll dismiss the charge, which is kind of impressive because uh, he's a musician, and he wrote a song about what he learned and played it for the court. Wow. Word can't get out about that. Now people are going to be writing like terrible rap parodies yeah. to try and get out of things that they absolutely should be punished for. Yeah. He's, I can't believe the judge caved. He said, I'm not minimizing drunk driving. Uh, but the song made it clear it was, quote, a one-off error in judgment, and you have learned your lesson and exceeded my expectations. Huh. Interesting. Huh. I, I don't Sounds know like that a front, I that. Yeah. to be honest, but whatever. I don't whatever. know that I believe that. There's story two, oh. and then story number three. Some lady got arrested for shoplifting, and so then she pooped in the back of a cop car. Now, oh, wow. she tried to poop as a place to hide her, her crack or crack pipe on a Valentine's Day card. Cop had to sift through it oh. to find oh, it all. Oh, no. That poor cop. And so the lady got no. uh, three years in prison. Oh, oh just ah. that's disgusting. Yep. That poor cop. Yep. Okay. So there you go. <sighs> three crazy stories. Like, what do you think? I think it's number three. What do you think, AJ? I mean, I think it's... I, I want to rule out two. I'm still just in shock about story number two. I want to rule out two, so I think it's one or three, and three with the poop, and then that the cop sifted. We didn't even know that. That's terrible. I think it's fair to go with three. Let, let's do it. Final answer. McCall, is it story number three? It's not. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Where? Where? Texas. Yeah. Basically, that's like that's Midwest. It happened in Florida. Where'd it go? Ugh. Sip. Corsicana. Corsicana. Cash value recovery, Florida now with AJ McCall at VFX. We're down to that 50 50 shot. Taryn is on the line. Taryn, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, let's recap this real quick, McCall. It's still early. Let's get our brains working again. Please give us the two remaining stories. Perfect. So we got story number one. Some guy asked cops for directions at a nearby auto parts store, and he's like, hey, buddy, I don't know where to go. And the cop was like, okay, first of all, your eyes are bloodshot and watery and you're unsteady on your feet. I think I got to do a little investigating here. And further investigation proved that the bottle in bur- bottle of bourbon in his hand was actually a bottle of bourbon in his hand. <laughs> he also found that there was a baggie of cocaine in his front shirt pocket. So he got arrested. Great. <laughs> you know that this guy is like snockered all the time I because know. if it was the case, there's always that level of paranoia that sets yeah. in. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. I'm good. You know, I'm all I'm for a good Coke and bourbon, but not good. like this. Yeah, there's, George Growth, it's a George Growth yeah, yeah, my th- favorite. There's story one and then story number two. We had an 18 year old musician who was uh, arrested for drunk driving last year. The judge decided, I'll dismiss the charge because the guy wrote a song about what he learned and played it in court. I can't believe that. That's I know, true. but it worked. But like that sounds like it worked. Like a start of a sitcom or something. It becomes like a world famous musician or something because rumor spreads. So there you go. Two remaining crazy stories, Taryn. Okay. okay now I. Okay. No. Um, I'm thinking logically that it's number one. I mean, it is a lot of stupidity. I thought it was number one or three before, and we ruled out three. <laughs> number two is hard to believe. It maybe. 
I think it is one. We're thinking traditionally, logically here. I hope we don't get stumped, but I'm with you, Terry. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm going with number one. Cross your fingers. McCall, is it story number one? It is, Taryn. Congratulations. Oh, we got you qualified you to win Lava Hot Springs passes. Hang on the line for just a sec, and we'll grab some info from you. Thanks, you guys. Now, McCall, uh, fans of the show may recognize that you have a little bit of musical talent yourself. Not much, but okay. Because they probably watched us do McCall's musical thoughts. Do you yes. think you could get out of this ticket if mm. you had not no. not not to say McCall ever puts yourself in a position to get a DUI or any other ticket? No. no. But no. do you think you could get out of it? No. Do you think you could perform karaoke properly? No. Because uh, there's an interesting question that was raised to me recently Ooh. about karaoke. <gasps> you know, I used to karaoke a lot. I would go with my mom. We'd go karaoke. That doesn't surprise me. I know. AJ and McCall's show on VFX. Now, before I get into this, McCall, you are the uh, much, 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 much better performer of the two of us. Do you have any rules when it comes to karaoke? Because randomly, I don't know how I got this conversation with a friend the other day, Uh but I guess they're partaking in an area where there's karaoke still going on and they had one major complaint. Okay. But I'm curious because you, since you already said you've done it a bunch with your mom. Right. Have way more, I've done it, I think, twice in my lifetime. Twice. Okay, uh, beverages were consumed, question mark? No, family reunions. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> See, same. Ah, fair, okay. So every time Common I would ground. go, yeah, every time I would go to karaoke, every Christmas Eve, we had a karaoke machine, and we had, old reference, CDs upon CDs <laughs> that you popped in the boom box, wow, and then you so got to... Old. It would hook up to the TV, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now it's like all on your phone and stuff. But uh, we would have our our Christmas Eve karaoke, and we did it for years. I mean, years. From the time that I was probably like two years old. That doesn't surprise me. Every time we get to Christmas time, a call talks about how they have this... This unofficial but official singing competition and whatnot. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It, it didn't happen throat. this year anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. The people who were the most competitive had kids, so... Um, and their talent just went down. No, that's not at all what I mean. Their their little kids end up playing the karaoke, and it's fun. Like it's okay. it's just a really good time. So that would that would lead me back into, and I don't expect you to answer this question just in case yeah, you're but, listening, and I don't want you to be the not right, favorite right. cousin slash aunt, etc. My friend's big complaint was karaoke songs. They should ab- uh, abridge them. Okay. They should be much shorter I'd because be with more it. often than not, I don't, I can't remember what number he said. He was like seventy-five well, percent of people are terrible. Can we just like American Idol style it? You know, because like American Idol always <laughs> does like no, 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 no. I mean, like they've got the first verse and then they do like a bridge and then like the second chorus usually, yeah. and so it goes down into this smaller version of the song. Normally, you know, or like the masked singer does the same thing. It's not the full song. Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, then. like I'm, I'm okay not, with it. I'm not saying that like people suck at karaoke by any means. My friend was, but like nobody needs to be up there with an eight and a half minute Tool song. Okay, like we get it. I'm you need up attention. Tom American Pie. Right. You, you. We get it. You need attention. Okay. Post it on social media like everybody else and go on with your life. <laughs> Speaking of the mass Singer, it was in McCall's 411. They announced they're going to do something different. Well, I guess... It's si- not different. It's not this is different. the same, but it's it's in a... But when it comes to I'm not to okay them, with it. It's... Eh? It's new. Eh? It's new, I think we, we could say. 
Not not a new idea. These no. competition store shows stores store shows whatever they've Same traveled thing, before. But basically, monetize however you can. If you miss McCall's four one one, the Mass Singer basically announced a nationwide tour. Salt Lake is one of the places they're coming to. Right, which is cool, but also I'm kind of like. No. I'm torn because the Why? premise of the show is the guessing game. Right. Unless you're producer the... Butters. Right. And he just wants to know. So he fast forwards to the end and figures it out. As right. Opposed, you know, if he right. just got social media, he can you find just out. Figure like, it the out first that two way. were absolutely right. ruined for me right. because of Twitter. Right. I really thought the second person, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. The second person was dead. And that's how I found out because their name was trained. was like, oh, no. They yep. died. Yep. And then, no, they, and were, no, they, they didn't. The they just singer. were on the Masked Singer. Singer. No. And I, I just, for me, I think that this is stupid i really do i don't think it's a great thing to be doing because like cool but like if i want to go see some of the people that are on this the masked singer right now i'll right. just buy tickets to their own concert you know well but some of them you can't well, i mean some of them aren't artists well some of them i don't care to see them sing in public that's like fair. in in this setting because again like you said it is just the guessing game that's cool i mean that's the appeal of it and they're not they're obviously not going to unmask on the tour right, which i just think is stupid like if you're not going to unmask on the tour what's the point what if they brought alumni like what if, if they brought, they're like, only in season two but there were right, some good artists right. last season so like if they brought if they brought some people don't get me wrong i would love to go meet t-pain like that would be the coolest of the cool just because i think he's a cool dude but uh, other than that, I just, meh. I mean, I don't, what, I'm going to watch you guys, like, get in puppet costumes and dance around in your costumes and perform? Like, who is that fun for? Well, a five-year-old. I, a five-year-old you, kid. That's who that's fun promoting for. Promoting it would be interesting from the standpoint of come see the mass Singer and hope they've, they're on season two now. Right. So they've kind of picked up some steam. Right. But also be like, who am I going to see performing? Like, well, we can't actually tell you that. Right. But you can come see them perform. I don't know. It says that the contestants may turn up as, quote, surprise celebrity hosts, while, quote, mystery celebrities will be unmasked in every city. But the question is, like, who are they going to, what are they going to do? They'll end up going down to Salt Lake and they'll bring Donovan Mitchell out, you know, which would be cool, but also, like, super expected. Well, what about post I mean, it could be posty, but again, we're out here hoping for this and we're going to end up getting, like, the senator or something, you know, it's not going to be like <laughs> a performer, whatever. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't talk politics. Oh, I don't but care it's who just it not, is. If it's any politician, if it's, <laughs> if it's not Post Malone, basically. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I Big just, thumbs down. I don't understand. I, I really, really just yeah, don't get it. Like, I understand it from from the aspect of like American Idol, because the people that were on American Idol, this was before social media was really like a big thing. And so American Idol going on tour was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. I will never, ever, ever be able to see these people who have done nothing for themselves since the show ever perform again because they've done nothing for themselves since before the show. That's a good point. And now it's like... The Masked Singer is coming to Salt Lake. Fingers crossed it is Post Malone. I know. I don't think it will be. Fingers crossed. It's Throwback Thursday on VFX. How about a throwback to the days you wandered through the store and got a slushy? There's a new flavor out, which is not a throwback. In fact, I think it's an animal rights atrocity. Uh, Probably so, yeah. I may be dating myself, but it is Throwback Thursday, McCall. I don't know if you remember this as much as I do, but... I remember going to Target all the time with my mom, and they used to have these little cafes. Like, Sam's yeah, Club has yeah. one, and 
They had I, there's something about the straws that stood out, and they had the paper cups and everything. I can picture it still vividly. Right. right. And Not then the, they had like the neon lights around on the tops, yeah. and yeah, I remember. Get a slice of pizza and a soda. Well, some of those still exist, and apparently they just got a new slushy flavor now. Looking at the picture, I I would imagine this has Asian influence. It it looks a little anime-y to me. Okay. Their new slushy flavor is Baby Narwhal. What? That's not okay. No. And the (laughs) baby. What? I don't understand why you would do that. I I, apparently it's uh it's cotton candy flavored s bubblegum cotton candy flavored which. I, I can't be sure. I have not ever willingly or knowingly eaten the baby narwhal. Right. But I would imagine they don't taste like cotton candy or bubble gum. No. And this just is ruining my my images of my throwback trips to Target. Why? Why, why baby narwhal? It's in between it's like Coke cute. and Cherry. And then there's baby narwhal. Here's, here's what I think they should do. Move it. To the other side, and then put like one of those like twisty spouts for the Coke and the cherry one. So then it's just like a mix. I know you can just put them together. I know you can just put them together, but just a thought. What what appeal? Like who who in their right mind is like baby Narwhal flavor? That's the exact flavor I get. Hey, on the subject of slushies, because the picture of this person getting it, so they have like a little little nubbin on the top because they went like all the way out of the plastic. Right. Have you ever seen those memes that show we've always been doing slushies wrong and they flip the lid upside down so you get like the the, the plastic lids upside down so it's like a bowl and you fill out of the cup and it pours out. Have you seen that? What? Have you never seen that meme? No. Now I got to Google it. Okay, Google it. Wait a second. But so it, like you flip it upside down but they're like, why? So it forms like this little bowl on. I don't get it either. I because personally like don't think it's the, the right way you do it. No, because it. if you just put the top on like this, where it clips, because there's like a clip, you know, yeah. that goes like right I on agree. top. Then you get more. more. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you, because I've never seen anybody do the nubbin on top either. Oh, really? No. Oh. I was like to leave space. I don't want spills. It's sticky. It's messy. No what thanks. You do, what you do is you end up filling it all the way to the top. And then you tippy tap it so then the bubbles go out. Right. And then you fill it Airspace, some more and then definitely. it goes bloop and then you get a little ball on top and it's so cute and then you go and then you save some <laughs> then you then you end up getting a little bit of extra. A little bit of extra. Yeah. One time there's this place on uh camp on my campus it's called the Den and it has just kind of knickknacks and uh-huh. all this stuff but they have these these they have a massive soda fountain. And they collect recipes. People come up with their own lists and whatnot and they'll come up with cool names and they put them up on the wall. Anyway, I went in there one day because everybody goes in there. They have like 49 cent, like 65,000 ounce sodas. Mm-hmm. And one day I went in there and forced a habit. I pour and I, because it fizzes when you get a soda and I sip and I pour it. But one day a worker was back there and said, saw me and said, if you if you fill that up, I will charge you double. And I was like, it's so, like one more is like one tenth of a penny. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. Trust like, me. It were, costs, it costs like it 25 day. cents to get soda. Oh, Jesus. Please. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking at the Slurpee thing now. With that big cup. I it's guess dumb, I right? no, I guess I get it. No, don't do that. Because of the way that it sits, but it will slide right off. I agree. Like, it's also no protection whatsoever. No. So basically it looks like a like one of those snow cones that you get at like Lagoon or something oh, that yeah, have the, the flowers yeah, on the bottom. Yeah. That's basically what it is. And so then they can fill it up more and you can put more slushy into your cup because the cup lid is way bigger rather than being the actual size for I the slushy. Like 
I but need, I need protection with my slushy. Yeah. I would prefer to just keep the lid on and just call it good because what are you getting an extra 10 cents of slushy? Please. <laughs> if that. Excuse me. I need some help. I need some advice. Uh, uh, something happened today. I'm going to get into all that for the debate today. Then I need help because I don't know that I'm saying the right words to the people that need to hear them. And so I need some help for the debate today. Big thanks to McCall yesterday for filling in. I was out needed uh, in case of emergency, AJ. And McCall's debate today on VFX. And what happened is uh, there's a family member on Ashley's side of the family that passed away suddenly. And I was needed. Here's here's my predicament, McCall. Okay. I feel like generally I am pretty good with words, but Ashley said something to me yesterday that resonated with me. She said for her, it was the first time someone close in her family has passed away. There's mm-hmm. been distant relatives or times when she was little and doesn't right. remember. Right. And there's been friends which have which have bothered her as well, obviously. And it's the same thing for me. This is the first case in a relationship where I'm dealing with this because, like, I had friends in high school that suddenly passed away, but they weren't people that were, like, my best. They weren't the besties. I knew of them, and it was sad, mm-hmm. and I was upset about it, but I wasn't close with them. And family members have been ones that have been distant or I was too young. And so this is a, it's, like, really hitting her hard. And right. I feel like I'm normally pretty good with words. I'm not sure I'm doing my role as boyfriend and support, I feel like I don't have the right words because there's there's really no comfort right. in this situation. It's just kind of a try and focus on some positive and time heals all wounds kind of thing. Right. Right? Yeah. And so that's what I really need help with because the whole family's taking it hard and I, I want to be a source of helpfulness right. and not an annoyance. Right. Well, I think that it... Uh Mm. I think in this case, I think you're turning it way too like internal and you're looking for way too much. Um, you're putting way too much weight on your own self because it's like the only thing that people can heal from is just from time because you're, you're I think I think I and I don't mean that to be like, oh, wow, AJ, how dare you make it make it all about you. I don't mean right it here. like that at all. I just mean that I think that you're you're trying too hard to try and make it be okay because it's not it's just not okay it's just not an okay situation and so i think that what it needs to turn into is just just be there oh trust me we will come back to that internal thing actually with the poll oh good and so i'm gonna get to words advice a lot of people were very kind to share as i was looking for some advice and explaining why i missed the show yesterday and i want to get yours to mccall here's here's the one major thing i need to address okay so I think for a lot of people, when anyone passes away suddenly, you're always going to have the thoughts. Right. And I was trying to think of a phrase. Survivor's guilt came up, but it's different than that. It's not really that. It's more of like a, I don't know. I don't know how. I, don't, I know what you're talking like about, though. Right. It. But what I'm talking about is like, you're always going to feel like I didn't spend enough time. I didn't make enough time. I didn't say what I wanted to. Right. It, it's more regret than anything. Yeah, it yeah. is. It absolutely is. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing. And so how do you? That's the biggest thing I need help with, but mm. right now I've gone from the sample. I think everybody's going to feel that. Very yeah. rarely you're going to have the last words that you want to be the last words. Right. Ah, ugh. I don't know. I don't know what to do because ah. I mean, it's never an easy thing. It's like you said with time. So, thank you for all that shared. It's on our Facebook page. You still comment. You tell us VFX. Go through some uh, um, words of advice, words of encouragement as I'm looking for help here, trying to find the right things to say. Right. And get McCall's opinion on this as my work wife.
and probably more emotionally in tune when it comes to this stuff. When it comes to people, you are much more emotionally in tune, I think, than I am. Yeah. McCall, you are much more personable than me. I'm much more reserved, and so I think you are the perfect one to ask. Conveniently, we also work together for the debated eight on VFX, the AJ McCall Show. On what words for you, this situation, a family member pass away, or even either or, whether it's you that had the family member pass away or Dustin, Mm because we're both in super serious relationships, whether Dustin had a family member and it was on you to be the support there, how would you go about it? Because I Um, am in an unfamiliar territory and I'll get into why I think this is a bit of a struggle for the poll today. That's still to come. What would work for you? So with Dustin, I mean, we're very, very different with this kind of thing. I mean, neither one of us is, I wouldn't say sentimental, but it's more so like for us, for me, especially if this kind of a situation happens, heaven forbid, but you know, I'm not hoping for that, but we're just both kind of there for each other. Like there have been situations that have arisen, arose, arised, whatever the word is, where we have covered all bases. Thank you. We have sat down, we have had the conversation um, and there have been serious conversations that have had to happen. um, Family members that have gotten really sick and you know, you just kind of sit there and then Dustin is very logical. He's a very logical thinker um, and we'll sit down and we'll discuss but we'll discuss things like, okay, so what do we do for a will? What do we do for a this? What do we do for this? How do we calculate it out? Just very calculated. And uh, I think that's kind of how like Dustin copes more with things is just having the actual like logical conversation. And for me, I think I am just all over the place and I will just like sob and cry and you know I don't know what happens and I really like I'm so grateful for Dustin like I don't think I say it enough but he's so level-headed and he like grounds me with not grounds me like a parent but he grounds me as like a human being because I am so scatterbrained and so all over the place and so with that Dustin just I don't know I think he just kind of knows and if he doesn't know what to say he'll tell me I don't really know what to say right now because this is hard and I don't know how right. to help you. What do you need? And for me, I'm like, do I look like I know what I need right now? <laughs> like, I don't know. And then it'll be like, well, I just want you to cuddle with me. And he's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about Chinese food? <laughs> like, That's a pretty good compromise. You know, but it, it, it just comes down to the communication. And between Dustin and I, we just have that. I think we've just got that nailed down. We just know what each other needs I think after six and a half years though we've kind of figured that out because at first it was like what I don't know what to do yeah I think based on your comments just a few minutes ago telling me that I may be overthinking it the comments from our listeners seem to suggest it as well I mean uh Alyssa Tina Leslie Jocelyn Aaron Jake Tori I mean all of them said basically along the same lines that there's not really any magic words and I don't overthinking it probably and I don't think that I don't imagine that there's magic words but i think it's just nope. a natural reaction with someone you want to be able to take the pain away and, and right so you start my brain's racing but the, all this said all they said was the same thing was you can't do anything there about it and listen and just right. be supportive because as you said mccall a few minutes ago really time is the only thing that's going to help this feel better there's no way to to take away the pain of losing a family member right. that's just how it's going to be and so really all you could do is try and be supportive yep. and try and be understanding and try and give them an ear. And so, how's he? I feel like I can 
Why, though, I feel like I've gotten so neurotic about this is actually in the poll of the day. And I'm curious as to which way you vote. I think you kind of alluded to it. How do you deal with things? AJ and McCall's (laughs) debate on VFX. I just close my eyes and hope they go away. That was not an option on the Palmer Hope Furnishing Poll of the Day. I should have thought of that. Yeah. So... Family member passed away for Ashley. It's where I was yesterday. So we're trying to deal with this week. Thank you again, everyone, with the kind words and, and understanding. I really appreciate it because I was really struggling to figure out how to be as supportive and helpful as possible. And the advice was really all the same. AJ, you moron. Just be there. That's it. Be there. Listen. Be supportive. Right. It's that simple, man. Here's why I think that was such a challenge why I got so neurotic about this. The poll of the day asked a very simple question. How do you deal with things? Internalize, talk it out. It's actually, uh, I wouldn't go as far to say a point of conflict, but it's a a big difference between Ashley and I because she very much wants to talk things out and get it all out and kind of sort through it, whereas I have become someone who I think really has insulated myself. Mm -hmm. And like this family thing, it's not that I can't empathize and understand because I can, right? but I have, you know, producer Butter's joke is that I hate my family, which is not true, but... I have very much, I think, brought my circle of a lot of things close and close and close and insulated myself. So friends, family, a lot of stuff is very tight to me. Right. And that's how I deal with things is that I would rather just work through it internally and then I'll sort my way through it. And if there's anything I need to talk about, it'll come out afterwards. But but uh, Ashley always wants to talk it out and I uh-huh. don't. And so it's a point of friction, shall I say. Uh-huh. What is that? Nothing. Let's hear it. Come on. I think it's extremely important as somebody who has been burned by internalizing things uh, big time. (laughs) I think it's pretty important that once once you become in this in this (laughs) on an all serious note, you get into a serious relationship. That person is your person. That is the person that you need to externalize everything to. You converse about it. And I know that this is just a way to be able to handle things, to deal with things. But if it's a serious relationship and you are in a serious relationship, it's something that you trust everything on. And I'm not saying that you don't trust everything on this person. I'm just saying that it needs to be something that is discussed. For Dustin and I, our conversing happens all the time. Like we have gotten to a point where we talk about literally everything. And it's one of the most important things, I think, in a relationship especially a serious relationship that everything you think you can just handle by yourself, you can't. And that's fine. You don't need to handle everything by yourself. That's literally why you're in a serious relationship with somebody. That somebody is the person that you are supposed to go to. And you are supposed to be like, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I'm frustrated. I don't know what to do with this, that, or the other thing. And it could be the stupidest thing. Like, Oh my gosh, my shoes are really frustrating. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think that it's very important. Internalizing is not the answer if you want to be in a serious relationship. If you want to be in a serious relationship, you need to figure out coping differently. I agree with a lot of your premise. I would just like to clarify here that I think there's a big difference between internalizing and keeping secrets. I think there's a huge difference. But probably, you're probably right. It's probably not the... Most efficient way healthy. to go through things. Healthy, maybe. Just I'm maybe. A, I'm going to say healthy. Fine. You can say that. Because I think that that's something that needs uh, needs to be talked about. Because, like, seriously, I 
did not do well last year, um, to be completely honest and to, to just be upfront with things. And Dustin and I ended up having a whole big, long conversation about me not doing great and internalizing things and internalizing problems that I should have brought forward a long, long, long time ago, rather than just holding on to them myself. Because had I brought it up years ago, because we've been together for six and a half years ago, I wouldn't be in the mess that I was in last year. I'm good now. Things are great now because I brought it to Dustin and Dustin was like, oh my gosh, okay, let's deal with this. But that's, that's, that's essentially what I think needs to happen in serious relationships. But that's my own personal opinion. I'm not a psychologist. I did not go to school. I did not do any of these things. This is just from my own personal experience, what I have seen be successful. I thought with your judging and everything, you were at least semi-pro when it came Mm, to this. No. Well, a lot of people need that advice then uh, because 66% of people on the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today said that when it comes to dealing with things, they internalize as opposed to talking it out. (sighs) That sucks. <laughs> I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. That sucks because it's it's been the biggest relief of my life to be able to have somebody that I can talk to. For, for and the record, converse over. As a member of Team Internalize, I think McCall makes a lot of great points. I think that mostly she's right. Probably the better way to go about it. But I think that people that are on Team Internalize, which is again sixty six percent of people. Would argue, I would hope, would argue that a lot of those things you talk about internalizing are just things that you probably recognize in the moment are really like annoyances, dumb, I'll get over it, whatever, right. and, and I just and want to process through it and I'll be fine. There's a lot of things that that's, that that's the case with, but because I do this all the time, you know, how, how many times do I have the conversation of the five by five rule? If it's not going to matter in five years, don't waste five minutes on it. And so that's always one of my things that I, that I focus on. And so I bring that in and then it immediately becomes, okay, so it's not that big of a deal. Okay. It's not going to matter in five years. I'm not going to waste five minutes on it. And then I just dismiss it basically you know I validate the feelings or I I dismiss it whatever whatever needs to be whatever needs to happen in this situation if that makes sense but then you know it doesn't become this big thing that's like why aren't you talking to me about this thing and it's like because it doesn't freaking matter because it's not that big of a deal and so if it's not that big of a deal don't waste more than five minutes on it I swear the AJ and McCall show is not against anyone finding love celebrating Valentine's Day But they're just observations to be made. Already this week, we played romantic or cliche. And I would like to pose that question to you once again, McCall. This one, I think, a little bit more creative than just going to some romantic place and proposing. Yeah, boy. But I don't have the, I'm going to try and say this word correctly, rural. Rural. I can't say Rural. Rural understanding or background. So maybe you can help me decide if this is romantic or cliche with a way to propose. Oh, okay. AJ and McCall's show is not against finding love or happiness or creative ways of proposing. We just judge during an executioner, apparently, on Utah's VFX. Here's one for you, McCall. We played romantic cliche. Americans mm-hmm. listed their 10 most romantic, quote-unquote, spots to propose, and we found that uh, three of them. Three right. of them were not cliche. Right. What is your opinion of plowing a message into a field? Uh, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends. Like if you guys are avid flyers or something, like if you have an airplane and you guys go out and you fly a lot, that that would make sense. Or if you have like drones and you fly with drones a lot, 
and whatever. But for for me, meh. <laughs> I'm not going to be flying anytime soon. I'm going to be taking a nappy nap if I am. So <laughs> if you're in a small plane, it's a different story. There was a, a guy. <laughs> There's a guy who uh, carved his message to propose in a field, and uh, it got captured on uh, Google. Uh, what is it? Google images, like Google, Google images. Maps. Yeah, right. Google Maps. Problem is that those things don't update right consistently. It's, it's a while. Yeah. yeah, and so it was still left there on the Google Maps, which I guess is a romantic gesture if it worked out. But not having, I mean, in Indiana, we're surrounded by cornfields all the time. Right. I live in the country. I get it. I personally would not find that the most romantic thing, no. but it's but again, also not a big part of my life. Right. But again, if it's like you go flying a lot, sure. Yeah. But other than that, no. So you would say more often than not cliche as opposed to romantic? Yes. Is that where you're going to land on this Yeah, thing? sure. Good to know. I don't know. I always get criticized because like, I push my nice. cuticles up with my nails. I'm right. not saying it's professional, but, but like, it bugs me too. Like, right. I've heard they're really nice. Like, I went to spas when Dude, I was in high school occasionally. My mom would send ugh. me to get facials for my acne. Uh-huh. It's very relaxing. Oh, yeah. I love manicures. They're the coolest things in the world. I just want to know what kind of, like, nail polish he uses because he uses this, like, black one that lasts for a really long time. But it's probably one that I can't afford because I'm broke. So, and he's rich. Fun story about nail polish. Oh, boy. About a year and a half into college, maybe about two years into college, I went through this... I'm going to call it identity crisis looking oh back because at the time I was like, I'm cool, but it's probably identity crisis. Okay. So, Because when I went into college, I wanted a new look. I wanted to change my, I don't know, the way I felt about myself. And so I cut my hair, mm-hmm. I got my ears pierced. Uh-huh. And so that was that. And then about two years in, I started dating this girl and it wasn't, she wasn't goth at all. And I got really into black. So I okay. got black jeans. Right. I would get wear black button downs, but I'd roll up the sleeves. And I wouldn't tuck them in. I started painting my nails black. I was just doing something different. I went out one night. It was the first time my friends had seen me this way. Uh huh. And I kid you not, one of my best friends. I've known him since kindergarten. Still one of my best friends to this day. Known him almost my entire life. Would not stop staring at my fingers. <laughs> Was like so confused. Yes, it's nail polish. Move on. Why my nails were painted. And at the time, I was like, yeah, that's exactly the look I'm going right. for. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, you know, it was really weird because it was out of nowhere. I didn't say anything. Right. But then my attitude was the same as yours. It's like, it's, it's nail, nail polish. polish. Leave it alone. Like, what is it? We've got a really good friend. Um, he lives in Seattle, actually. And his daughter will paint his fingernails for him. And he just leaves it. Yeah, and I love it. It's so cute. Just leave it alone, okay? It's, I thought that it's was a requirement polish. of being a dad. If you had a little yes, girl at some is. point, your toenails probably were going to be painted. Something. Yeah. No, it is. I just thought it was really interesting about Harry Styles. It just reminded me of that. I was like, it's not even like, I, I, right. I, even it's, then it it's was nail polish. probably about 20, maybe 2010, 2009. So about 10 years ago or so. And I was like, this is like, really? Like you're freaking out about it? I couldn't believe it. Right. I couldn't believe it. Right. Speaking of those manicures and pedicures and uh, wishing you get into being, but being broke, I think, McCall, a lot of people felt sort of a sigh of relief after your debate date yesterday, finding out that newer couples spend on average $700. $700. Yep. But it raises an interesting question because we've all gone through stretches, whether it's an unexpected bill, you're transitioning jobs, moving, whatever it is, where things are a little light. Yeah. Or you, you're just irresponsible and you accidentally spend $700 on clothes one day. Feel it. That been too. There. Happens. But what's the brokest you've ever been? Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. 
no, no. <laughs> I really hope you're not going broke because of, you know, Valentine's Day. Yes. AJ McCaud, VFX. Yes. You know, to each their own and whatnot. But after yesterday's debate at eight with McCall finding out that the newer couple spent $700 on Valentine's Day. On average. When you got birthday, Christmas, anniversaries, all that to come, 700 bucks. Yourself. <laughs> Occasionally, it would probably be a good idea to treat yourself. Whatever. Reminder that uh, we can all be broke at times for whatever 100%. reason. Bad choices, unforeseen fork and Circumstances. Unforeseen circumstances. You're welcome. We can all be broke. But the question is, McCall, what were you doing at your brokest? What's the brokest thing you've ever done? <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, uh, I put like $2 in gas in my car. <laughs> I was like, ha I'll be able to get back to school. <laughs> this will get me all of 20 miles. <laughs> right. That's great. This is when gas was like $4 too. Oh, that is not even a gallon. Okay, no. not even that. No. Not even that. Those kinds of things <laughs> That's though. That's rough. Yeah. I- <laughs> I've done that before. It's fine. Okay. I mean, I did you all put the money cliche- in your You put money in your uh, in your gas tank, and then you just, like, uh, fill it up, and you know that it's going to be in the negative, and so you're like, whatever, charge me a $35 overdraft fee. McCall. How many fees McCall. did McCall pay over the course of her life? McCall. Too many. I did all the classic <laughs> college ones. I did laundry at home. I would bring Tupperware from my apartment to steal food from home to take home with me. Right. Oh, boy. The brokest I've ever been, though. I remember, okay, my buddy and I moved into an apartment mm-hmm. uh, near the end of my college semester, and we were going to, our goal was to hold off on turning the heat on as long as possible. Oh, my gosh. Because Saving money. it gets expensive. Right. I, one t- I kid you not, one time in college in the month of December, there were three of us living in an apartment, and we didn't even have it cranked up that high. I was even higher than I would do now. But we racked up a $200 heating bill. Holy crap. Just by running the heat. And it wasn't like it was like 878. It was even the lower 70s. degrees. The lower 70s. So I, I mean, it was my, my buddy's first time, second time living out on his own uh-huh. in an apartment. I was like, we're going to hold off. We're going right, to hold off right. on turning the heat on. We're going to save ourselves some money. Right. And so what I did was not turn the heat on. And what happened was <laughs> I got really sick. Yeah. So it didn't work no. because that's not the point no that bill was probably pretty nice so except i felt miserable for a week and a half i remember once upon a time growing up because like growing up shout out to my parents for doing the best that they could <laughs> like we didn't have money we never had money Fair. um but i remember once upon a time my mom got so mad at my dad and i was like mom why are you so mad at him what dad made us for lunch was delicious he made I kid you not, a sandwich. There's nothing wrong with that. With pickles. That's not great. And refried beans. Also that, not Because that's what we had. Also not great. And we had a sandwich with refried beans and pickles, and my mom got extra mad Hard and pass. was like, why couldn't you make, I don't that's know, not that. That's some stank breath, too. <laughs> so bad. Some stank breath. So bad. Oof. But I remember that happening and like thinking back, and I'm like, oof. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Just know that we've, we've been all there. been there. We've, we've been, all there. been there. I'm stupid and I rack up credit cards, okay? We've literally been there. <laughs> AJ McCall show on VFX. Now, McCall, I don't know if you saw this or not, but they announced the uh, wildlife picture of the year 
And if you were to guess where it was, I don't think you would. Basically implied by wildlife. Uh, yeah, I think I would probably assume, I don't know, Africa or maybe the ocean. like Australia, the ocean, something something exotic-ish. Well, yeah, something nature. And not this. No. No. The wildlife picture of the year has to, it's in New York City. Yeah, because, you what? know, that's where wildlife live. No, we're not talking about the humans of New York City. No, no, we are talking about the other residents that happen to live there. And uh, uh, big time, I mean... Big time. Picture of uh, two mice fighting in the city is the wildlife photo of the year. And I get it. I get all the the cliches and metaphors. It's the rat race. It's the fight in the city like everyone else in New York City. Really? Just. (laughs) No. Get out. That's not. Couldn't find a cool. Like I watched a video yesterday. Radio friend of mine shared of. A group of people safariing in Africa, right. and a lion decided, I wanted to be pet right now. Uh-huh. And then just laid in the vehicle, demanding and just nuzzling against people, like, please pet me. Mm-hmm. How was that not a cool wildlife photo? Two mice fighting, or rats, whatever. <laughs> Rodents, two not worth being mentioned in the wildlife photo of the year animals, winning wildlife photo of the year. It's the biggest upset of award shows ever. Yeah. I bet your picture, they called it, she could she give you hope. Any pictures of your dog now could possibly qualify for the wildlife photo of the year. I mean, they should, but they won't because it would be like, oh, wow, look, an exotic sister cuddled in a serenoni blanket on my bed. <laughs> nope. Qualify. Could. It could. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. Starts with being friends. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. If you add us, well, we're randomly spinning our feeds and whatever we land on. We're going to like, comment, and share. So, McCall, stop. Stop. I landed on my friend uh, Denny's post. It says, oh, it's a like a comic, and it's got two wolves sitting outside of a brick house, and they're on their phones, and it says, look, you can avoid a lot of huffing and puffing if you hack into the pig security system. Oh, modern versions of fairy tales. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh I love it. I landed on our friend uh, Tork. Shares a <laughs> captures her. Did you buy another motorcycle? Me. And it's from uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? A. It was an accident. B. I do not recall. Ooh. C. You look pretty today. D. You bet I did. Ooh, I like that. You can win because that's <laughs> yeah. Just that's a, a good one. A friendly reminder ahead of Valentine's Day. Maybe don't do that. No. Don't do that. No. Uh, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find us, at us across all social media, just like you should find Utah's VFX across all social media for your chance to win another Serenoni blanket. Ooh. We're going to have more to give away. Ooh. Also, get to Utah's VFX.com because you can sign up for Cupid's gift card giveaway, gift bag giveaway. Excuse yeah, me. We got the you? last gift card and um, the grand prize. Tomorrow. We're drawing for those tomorrow. Lunch with listeners also there. Music, news, blogs, podcasts. Utah'sVFX.com, or if you miss anything like Florida or not or the debate date, you can go to uh, anywhere podcasts are Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio app. Just search for AJ and McCall. Thank you to everyone for the kind words. Thank you very much to Producer Butters and McCall for uh, allowing me to uh, be where I needed to be yesterday. Very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. Of course. How's that for not internalizing? Yeah, that's good. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Remember tomorrow's Friday. Oh my also, gosh! Also, remember yes. tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh, not so great. Please don't suck. You've been warned. Yeah.
I'm so, trying to help you. <laughs> Until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.